Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. Today's episode has all of the following things except for one. See if you can guess what it is. Fruit, big cats, mermaids, garden stores, fine art, archery, a candelabra, soup, cake, and stuff that's really boring. Did you guess it? That's right. This episode does not have stuff that's really boring. Wow, how did you guess? Everything but the boring stuff coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! If you live in the Midwest United States, you can bring your kids to see Story Pirates live on the Amazing Adventure Tour, proudly sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. Shows feature Eric from the Story Pirates podcast and Peter hosting in Wisconsin and Illinois. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee and Madison, Wisconsin featuring Peter, Skokie and Juliet, Illinois also featuring Peter. We really would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com slash live. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. A pinch of salt, a cup of sugar, sprinkle of some freeze-dried super-duper chili pepper powder, and there! I've done it! I've created a new recipe for my famous bean soup! Now it's super spicy bean soup! Now, to pour all of this soup into a serving container. Hmm, maybe I shouldn't have used such a big, heavy pot. I don't know if I can lift it all by myself. Rachel? Megan? Peter? Lee? Nemine? Eric? Siegfried? Baby with a mustache? Lufa? Hmm. I guess I'm all alone. Okay. No choice then but to lift this heavy pot all by myself. Here I go. Whoa, whoa! Too heavy, too heavy, too heavy! Oh no, I'm going down! Oh no! I dropped my pot of super spicy bean soup all over the floor! And hey, what's happening? Oh no! My super spicy bean soup is so spicy that it's burning a hole in the floor! It's eating away at the wooden floorboards! I've got to go get some napkins or a towel or a mop or something to clean all this up! 
Okay, so don't do too much damage to the floor. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, I'm back, and I'm... Oh, no! The floor! It's gone! <laughs> My super spicy bean soup burned through the entire floor! The whole kitchen is ruined! <sighs> okay, okay, calm down. Rolo, you can fix this. Deep breath. This isn't your first soup emergency. <sighs> you, can, you can just use your mustache wax to patch the big hole between the kitchen and the big room under the kitchen that I can see through the hole. Wait a second. I've skimmed the blueprints on this ship many times and I've never noticed a room underneath the kitchen. Let me climb down into this new secret room and find out what's in it. <coughs> Whoa. It looks like some sort of long-forgotten space. Look at all this old stuff down here. Wow, a credenza, and a candelabra, and a dried chrysanthemum. Okay, someone had a bit of a theme going, huh? Hmm, what's this? An oil painting of the ship? Wow, it's sort of old and faded, but it's a beautiful painting. I wonder who painted it. Let's see, the artist's signature at the bottom of the painting, it says, Rolo Rolissimo. Wait a minute! Rolo Rolissimo is my grandfather! My grandfather painted this painting! Hop this ship! This painting is practically a family heirloom. Uh, but my grandfather's work shouldn't be in this worn-out condition. That settles it. In memory of my grandfather, I'm going to restore this painting! If only I knew how to paint. Take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Hey, Rolo, what you doing? Well, Rachel, I'm looking up art restoration on the internet. I'm trying to take this old painting that my grandfather did of our ship, the Tidal Wave, and make it look like new again. <gasps> Ooh, cool. You know, I took a few art classes back on Planet Rachel. It was taught by Picasso Rachel, the most artistic of all the Rachels. I'd be happy to take a crack at restoring that painting for you. Really? You would do that? For me? Rachel, I would love for you to restore my painting. Great. Hey, while well, I'm working on that, you want to do a story? Do I ever? Amazing. And here to introduce it is the author. My name is Lydia, and I'm 10 years old. My name is Macy, and I'm 8 years old. We're from, from South Carolina. Carolina. This is our story, The Peach. Good morning, Mom. Good morning, Sarah. Do you think we could go to the garden store today? I would really like to buy some peach seeds. Of course, honey. Let's go. I went to the garden store with my mama. Peach seeds I was looking for with my mama. They said that we should go down to aisle number four.
determine which one is wiser. I went to the garden store with my mama. Peach seeds I was looking for with my mama. He said that we should go down to I.O. number four. So I hooked that tree and then my peripheral saw something pink and then I said ow cause it fell and hit me It was a glowing peach it bounced off my head and it rolled to my feet This is something new that I don't really eat so let's begin the feast Is this Macy and Lydia? Yes. Hi, it's Lee from Story Pirates. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Awesome. <laughs> Wait, so who's Macy? I'm Macy and I'm eight years old. Okay. And who's Lydia? Hi, I'm Lydia. And how do you two know each other? Uh, uh, we became friends like a couple years back. We're neighbors. And when I moved here, Lydia came over and... Um, said hi. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> You're like, I wonder who this new neighbor is. Oh, who's this? <laughs> yeah. And how long ago was that? Uh, a couple years ago. Like three years ago. Okay. And so do you still live down the street from each other? Uh-huh. Wow. That's so cool. Um, I think probably having a friend that lives a few houses down from you is like probably the best thing in the whole world. Definitely. Yes. So, Macy and Lydia, can you tell me how you came up with your story, The Peach? Um, I came up with the peach part because I have a peach tree in my backyard. We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? And I thought of that. So, Lydia, what happened next? Well, I came up with the part about the mermaids because I love mythical creatures and I have a huge imagination and I just was like, I love mermaids. Let's do mermaids in the story. You know, I think it's pretty cool that you worked on this story together because, you know, sometimes when you work on a story with someone else, like you don't know where it's going and it sort of ends in a 
random place, but your story has like a twist that really brings it back to the beginning. Yeah. Yes, we were like, the story needs like a twist. So we were like, why not make the mom a mermaid queen? So do you think the mom knows from the moment that they buy the peach seed what's going to happen? Um, I don't think so. I don't think she would. She must have been relieved, right? Not to have to keep her secret anymore. Yeah. yeah. That would be a tough secret to keep if you, like, had a whole family and everything, but you're secretly the mermaid queen and you have to leave every day to go rule your mermaid kingdom. Because they would ask when you get home, hey, mom, what's your job? And then she would be like, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, that's perfect timing because I, I have a tooth that needs pulling. Could you do it for me? Well, I'm actually an orthodontist, so I don't pull teeth. I'm an orthodontist. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you think that the peach came from? Um, Macy's peach tree, but it was a secret peach tree and it was magical. <laughs> Or it could have dropped out of an airplane and landed in blows, and the airplane was actually a mythical a food um, thing. Yeah, that like carries food for mythical creatures so they can have their powers. It's like a mythical food transportation service for mythical creatures all around the world. Yeah, yeah exactly. Could you two make up like a fake commercial for that company? It could be like this. Are you ever tired? Of being um, a regular person, well, then you have this food right here that can turn you into anything you want. The peaches turn you into a mermaid, the apples turn you into a unicorn, and the oranges turn you into a magical plant that has arms and eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and how much does it cost? One million, one million mythical dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Well, if you want to become a crazy creature, then you better pay up. Is there a jingle? Is there like a song at the end of the ad for this company? Yes. Um, unicorns, mermaids, fairies, and more. Eat our mythical food. Yay! Amazing. You've sold me on this company. I'm going to invest. <laughs> Okay, pay up. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds to me like you two have a lot of fun together. Yes. And that you really enjoy each other's company. Yes, a lot. I feel very excited about your friendship and that you get to hang out all spring and summer now. Yeah. All right. And if you find any pink glowing peaches this summer, think twice before you eat it. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Macy. Thanks, Lydia. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Wow, wow that, that story was, was amazing. Really good story. Wow, yeah, what an incredible really story. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay, all done with my painting restoration. Ready to see the result, Rolo? I haven't been this excited since I found out people in Brooklyn made the mustache cool again. Okay, on the count of three, I'll take this heavy sheet off the painting in dramatic fashion. Ready? One, two, three. Oh. Do you like it? It's, um, well, you definitely updated it. Yeah. The ship doesn't look like it's made of wood anymore. It looks like you've colored it 
bright purple? I thought it captured the essence of the ship. More of an interpretive piece, if you know what I mean. And, and is that a giant squid? Did you paint a giant squid in the water around the ship? Yeah, so I thought the painting was missing a bit of drama. Why do the clouds in the sky spell out Rachel rules? What is art without a bit of a message? In this particular painting, the message is Rachel rules. Well, okay. Thanks, Rachel, I guess. Don't you love it? I, uh, well, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm just gonna take this painting with me. Excuse me. (laughs) Hey, Rolo. What's wrong? Oh, Nimini, look at this old painting I found. My grandfather painted it. Whoa, cool. I didn't know your grandfather thought that Rachel ruled. He didn't. It used to be a painting of the ship, and I wanted someone to restore it, and then Rachel offered to help, and it's just not quite what I expected. Oh, Rolo, I'm so sorry. Maybe I can help? Really? Yeah. I have a gadget that can analyze the exact chemical composition of the paint your grandfather used. Then I can use that to reproduce the exact paint used on the painting. It'll be a snap. Wow, Nimini, that would be amazing. I'll just need a sample of the painting for my gadget to analyze. So... Hey, my painting! You you tore a whole corner off of it. Well, yeah. How else am I supposed to get a sample, Rolo? I'm going to the lab. I'll be back in a few. But I... Hey, Rolo. Megan! What's wrong? This painting needs to be restored. First, I try... Say no more. I know exactly how to solve this problem. You do? Absolutely. The problem is that your painting shouldn't be a painting. Huh? Everyone knows that the best way to restore a painting is to reimagine it entirely in a completely different artistic medium. I'm envisioning something like... A one-woman show. Oh, no. It feels like time is of the essence here, so we'll just do away with the traditional writing process and find the piece on its feet. It was a dark and stormy night, the waves lapping up against the bow of the ship. The giant squid slapped its tentacles against the purple sides of the tentacle wave. Okay, you keep going. I have to run away. Oh, hey, Rolo. Lee! Was uh, Megan monologuing again? Yes, that was Megan monologuing. I think she's creating a one-woman show. Oh, that's so great. Actually, Megan said that I could help write the music for her next show, so what's it about? Well, it's based off my painting. See, I wanted it restored to its former glory, but- Aha! Say no more. I can restore it by reinterpreting it as a song. And lucky for you, I have my guitar right here. Okay, let's see, perfectly tuned. When your purple ship sails over a giant squid And the ship's full of stories written by kids Nope, that's not, that's not quite right. How about this? When you're a sad, sad man And you do lots of guitar playing Nope, that's not it either. Rolo, I've got it! Nimini! I've recreated your grandfather's paint based on that sample I took. What happened to the sample you took? Not important. Let's see how this paint looks. Oh, wait, shouldn't we maybe test it out first? Oh, Nimini! What's happening? Hmm. The gizmo's calculations must have been off. Looks like I didn't make paint, I made acid. Paint eating acid. And it's melting all the paint off of your painting. Ah! My painting! Maybe if I add more acid. No. No! My painting! My painting! We'll be right back. 
Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... Just go to... Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall Kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out. That's kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun, original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Everybody, get in here. I have something I want to say. What is it, Rolo? My painting is ruined. 
and I appreciate all of you trying to help, but I'm very upset right now. Oh no, Rolo, why didn't you say anything sooner? I don't know. I guess I just didn't want to make anybody uncomfortable or feel like they didn't do a good job. I know that all of you mean well, but maybe my grandfather's painting would have been better off if I told you all how I was feeling. I just wanted the painting to look like new, not something completely different. I'm sorry. No, Rolo, we're sorry. We all got so caught up in our own methods of trying to solve the problem that we forgot all about the person we were trying to solve the problem for. You! Is there anything we can do to make it up to you, Rolo? I don't think so. But thank you for apologizing. I just wish I had a way to actually restore this painting. Did I hear someone say, restore this painting? Eric! Where have you been? Oh, I was upstairs in the archery room, practicing my archery. Hmm. You probably should not be shooting pointy projectiles inside a submarine. Ugh, another hobby ruined. Anyway, whoa, Rolo, what happened to this painting? Looks like it got reinterpreted, reimagined, and melted by acid? Ah, Rachel, Nimini, Megan, and Lee happened to this painting. You know, before I worked as an underwater explorer, I used to work as an antiques restorer. I think I could fix that up for you. Make it look brand new. Really? I'm sorry, did somebody say before I was an underwater explorer, I used to work as an antiques restorer? Oh, hey, Rachel. Yeah, that was me. Mysterious past jobs, that's my deal, remember? Yeah, but Rachel, in fairness, your restoration attempt was, how do I put this delicately, very bad? Touché. For now. All right, let me just get out my paint and... Mend this torn corner of fabric. And there. All done. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Eric, it's perfect. Exactly how my grandfather painted it. Now I can even see that he painted a tiny self-portrait of himself on the deck of the ship. And look, he's making soup. Thank you so much. I don't mention it. What are you going to do with it now, Rolo? I'm going to hang this painting up right here where everyone on the ship can see it. It's our ship. It's our home. Oh, oh so sweet. Oh, by the way, I burned the hole in the kitchen floor. Let's wait, wait. Uh, what? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, why don't we deal with that after we do another story? Yeah! yeah. Listeners, this next story is about an all-out battle for one of humankind's, and I guess tiger kind's, most coveted delicacies. Yes, I am talking about cake. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Luke. I'm eight years old. I live in Georgia. And this is my story, Ten Tigers. When ten tigers stumble upon a delicious piece of cake in the middle of the jungle, how will they decide who takes the cake? Where will they go to settle their dispute? Where else but Judge Tiger's Court? In Judge Tiger's Court, all tiger disputes are presented to and ruled on by the one and only Judge Tiger. All rise for the Honorable Judge Tiger. Yes, yes, it's me, Judge Tiger. You may be seated. Okay, what do we got here? Looks like a dispute about to whom a piece of cake rightfully belongs. Bailiff, please wheel in the piece of cake in question. Yes, Your Honor. Delicious. Order! Wow, that is a nice looking piece of cake. This case is not going to be easy. Bailiff, please bring in the first tiger. 
Our first tiger hails all the way from the Indian subcontinent. Weighing in at 543 pounds, it's Bengal Tiger. Your Honor, animals of the jungle, big, small, gnarly. I am Bengal Tiger, quarterback in the Tiger Football League, and I want that cake. Mm-hmm. All right there, hotshot. Tell me, why do you deserve that cake? Your Honor, it all went down like this. There I was, alone, walking through the jungle on my way to football practice, when suddenly I dropped my football and it bounced into the bushes. And since I'm not afraid of anything, I went in after it. And there, in the bushes, next to my football, was the most beautiful piece of cake I'd ever seen. I was about to take it all for myself, when suddenly, a shadowy figure popped out and went boo! Order in my court! Bengal Tiger, I'm sorry to hear that someone or something scared you. That certainly does sound terrifying. But unfortunately for you, we only have one law in this jungle, and it's Scaredy Cats don't get cake! Aww. Bring in the next tiger. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Siberia by way of Berlin, please welcome those two magical magicians of tigerdom, Siegfried and Malloy. Oh, who let those doves in here? <gasps> we did! Wow! Oh, those two doves just turned into two beautiful Siberian tigers! Hello, jungle animals. We made you think we were doves, but actually, we are tigers! My name is Siegfried Glitter! Ooh. And I'm Malloy Confetti! Ah. And we are magic! <laughs> settle down, settle down. Tigers, enough with the magic. Aww. Now tell us, why do you want to eat the slice of cake? Eat the cake? Blah! Yeah, no, we hate cake. You hate cake. Then why do you want it? Why? Because we are Siegfried and Malloy. Yeah, because we deserve it. Why do you deserve this piece of cake? Hmm, great question. So there we were, deep in the jungle, practicing our magic. When one of our white doves flew away from us, right into the bushes. We needed our dove back. We can't do our big finale without it. So, because we're not afraid of anything, we went into the bush. Turned out that the bush was full of secrets. Next to our dove, we found a football. And besides that, the most delicious piece of cake we'd ever seen in our lives. Which is saying something, because again, we hate cake. But just then, before we could take the cake, a shadowy figure popped out and went boo. Oh, 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 right? We just screamed and screamed and screamed. Order! Order! Siegfried and Malloy, as you know, only the bravest tiger deserves this cake. And again, there was only one law in this jungle. Say it with me, everyone. Scaredy cats don't get cake! Oh, oh gosh, I forgot that. Bring in the next tiger. Up next, we have the King of Tigers and his five loyal royal tiger guards. All the way from the castle, it's King Tiger. Hello, Dirt Tiger. It is I, King Tiger. And with me are my five loyal royal tiger guards. Huzzah! 
King Tiger, tell me, why do you think you deserve this slice of cake? You mean besides the fact that I am king? Well, I shall tell you my story and you can be the judge. I am the judge. Sure, whatever. So there we were, six mighty tigers wearing heavy armor when we happened upon a bush. I smelled something sweet and chocolatey in the air, so... Whoa! What was that? I'm trying to tell a story up here. Sorry, your majesty. It looks like I have fallen over. This armor is way too heavy and I can't seem to get up. Gah, can someone help him up so I can get on with my tale of bravery? I shall, my liege. I will. Oh, shoot. I went to help him up and now I have fallen myself. A little help here. Fear not. I've got it. Watch it. Sorry. Sorry. I fell down and took two of us with me. Oh, it's not your fault. I, I was not paying attention. That's on me, honestly. I probably knocked you down. Tiger gods, what is happening? I'm trying to tell my story, and now almost all of you are lying on the ground. I'm still here, your grace. Well, at least there's one of you. Whoops. Never mind. Apologies, Your Honor, this never happens. Except for when this exact thing happened when we found that cake. Steve! Yeah, after we found that piece of cake, a shadowy figure jumped out and said, Boo! Oh, oh, well, now I don't know whom to give this cake to. Clearly, you're all a bunch of scurdy cats. And unfortunately, I seem to have no choice but to award this piece of cake to... Wait! Huh? Who said that? I don't see anyone. Sorry, this podium is too high. Can I get a boost? Bailiff, give this tiger a boost. Uh, uh, thank you. Hello, I am Tiny Tiger. Aww. Oh, well, aren't you the tiniest tiger I've ever seen? How adorable! Thank you. Tell us, Tiny Tiger, why do you think you deserve that cake? I deserve it because I am the bravest. <laughs> hey, no, it's true. For you see, it was I who scared away the other tigers. I was the one hiding in the bushes and found the cake first. I scared away every tiger that tried to take it. And as you know, Jungle Law says that I get the cake since I'm not a scaredy cat. Oh, Tiny Tiger, I doubt very much that it was you that scared me and my brave gods that day. For what I saw in those bushes will haunt me for the rest of my days. Yeah, what he said. There is no way a little tiger like you could scare me. I bet when you say boo, it's adorable. Yeah, you're about as scary as one of our doves. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Order! Little tiger. Order. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I find it very hard to believe that you were the one that scared away all these big tigers. But I can prove it. Oh, yeah? How? <clears throat> Boo! Ah, <laughs> uh, finally. Now I can eat this cake all by myself. Mm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> now, who's the tiger got a scare to get a glass of milk around here? I can help you, but I'm still stuck on the ground. <laughs> ah! The end! That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Macy, Lydia, and Luke. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kits. 
Write us a story about a character from your imagination that plants a mysterious seed that grows into something entirely unexpected. Tell us what your character is hoping that the seed will grow into, and then what it actually grows into instead. What kind of problems does the surprising seed cause? And how does your character deal with it? As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Cavallon, Chad Chennai, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cabalon and Mahala Lawrence. And contributing writers are Pat May, Megan O'Neill, Peter McNerney, and Lee Overtree. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Langston Darby, Nick Canellis, Leslie Kareen, Jack Mitchell, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, Rachel Winitsky, Ted White, and Nimini Ware. The Peach was written by Nimini Ware and produced by Ellen Winter with additional production by Brendan O'Grady and vocal direction by Jack Mitchell. Special appearance by Barbara Curran. Hey, huh. Huh, I wonder what's on TV. Huh, hey, it's a commercial. Aren't you ever tired of being a regular person? Well, then you have this spoon right here that can turn you into anything you want. The peaches turn you into a mermaid, the apples turn you into a unicorn, and the oranges turn you into a magical plant that has arms and eyes. Unicorns, mermaids, fairies, and more! Eat our mystical food! Yay! Wow. They did it. They really did it.